Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic podcast starring your hosts, Justin, Damon, and Pops. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but this is another fantastic podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the pod, y'all. Road trip version. We're still driving to TwitchCon right now. It is going to be a two and a half hour drive. In our previous episode, we talked for about 40 minutes or so, and we're still in traffic. It's not moving anywhere. We've we stopped recording for about two hours, and we're not any farther than we are. We've completely stopped. We moved 12 feet on the freeway. People really want to get to TwitchCon. And so, uh, apologies in advance if this doesn't sound as good as the normal setup, because we're doing this in on, the car. Hey, man, in we're a in a car. car. We're in a moving vehicle. So Not a lot of podcasts do this, but... On this drive, I figured I was recently told a very interesting story, and I figured I'll just play telephone and retell it Why as not? well as I can. Because this is this is a family friend's life story, and it's fucking intense. This shit plays like a movie. So grab your popcorn. Mm. Grab a popcorn. I'm gonna tell you a ghost story. Grab a Actually, there's no ghosts. Well, maybe they're kind of. Those are titties. We can. We yes. can. There are titties? Oh, I'm yes. interested. Holy Ooh, San Onofre. Okay. So, uh, let's call it the jockey story. The jockey story. The jockey. Wait, the jockey? Like a disc so jockey? Uh, <laughs> jockey Boom, about here. Boom, Boom about. Bill's here. Bill's here. Wait, like a DJ? So, a jockey. So, I meet this guy. And he's a horse jockey. A horse oh, jockey. Okay, he's, okay. he's like, literally, like, I don't know, what, like, four feet tall. Like one of the little horse jockeys. He's like, hey. he's like four hey. feet hey. tall, but he's not like midgety or sorry little people-ish like he's got perfectly shaped limbs and he's a short man very short those, what's like, the political politically dwarf. correct way to say that <laughs> he doesn't have those dwarf? big old baby a little hips dwarf? big midget butt <laughs> <laughs> midget's always got that he big have the sausage figures <laughs> oh that's what gets me going though it's actually the arms the way they bend like this like they bend their arms yeah. and they're just idle like their arms are always permanently bent and they got these so big cute. asses he doesn't have that. He's Words like, are like bullets. He's like a normal sized dude, um, arms and legs wise, but he's like really short. Just at his mm. top height, he's like four something. And he was like t- about to tell me this whole story, which I just had more and more questions. So uh, we got a guy on the freeway here's kind of stalking Damn us. It. So no, he's gone. if we get to him, we're going to have to interject we're gonna have to the talk story to and we're going to have to interview him. But, um, but jockey story. Anyway, so the jockey, he's like, okay, let me tell you my life story. He's a very cool dude. Um, so, and as he told this story, I had more questions, and he kind of backed up. I was like, all right, I'll tell you the whole fucking thing. So the way it starts off is very cool. So his his dad, big-time, big-time judge, court judge, huge, like, super, I don't know. He'd probably be famous if I knew his name, but, like, big-time, like, high up there in the court. Judge Reinhold. Um, judge Mills Lane. Judge <laughs> Judge Jockey. So he he is looking at his son, this jockey guy, as, uh, you know, I want you to follow in my footsteps kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been made fun of his whole life for being short. Actually, when he was, like, growing up, his dad thought something was wrong to him. Something was wrong with him. Because he was so little. Because he was so small, he wouldn't grow. Right. So and I thought so, maybe he was a dwarf. So they took him to, like, the City of Hope. You know where they, like, do all the kind of weird shit in L.A.? Experimentations. Like, experimentations. And yeah. they wanted to do experiments on him. They wanted oh. to make him Ant-Man. So that's what they wanted to do. His dad was like, something's wrong with my child. He won't grow. Everyone's making fun of him in school. And like, Well, he's a big enough school. to fit in a teacup, so let's do something with so it. So they gave him the option, like, okay, there's, there's nothing they can really do, but 
they have a few experiments. Whoa. And, uh, X Factor. If they do this to you, you might be able to grow, but they don't know what's going to happen. What like the fuck? Like Put adamantium in his bones and stretch him out? Yeah, superhero serum bullshit. They did that Deadpool stuff to him. They put it right in his knees, and his knee just gets oh like an added ligament in his knees. It <laughs> gets like another leg. There you go. There's an inch. You're good now. So he's like, nah, fuck that. I'm cool. So that's just a little. So you know the dad's kind of like, oh, I want him to be like me. I want him to be tall be like me. Right. Just be like his dad. And he's like, no. But he's going to school to like follow in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. Going to like USC or whatever, UCLA or whatever. Just trying to be in the court, whatever, blah, blah, blah system. And uh, while he's there, one of the instructors at the school keeps seeing him. He goes, oh, man, you need to come see these horse races, man. Like, this guy's addicted to them. Hmm. He's like, you're the perfect fucking size. And he's like, and I know people make funny all the time, but if you were to be a jockey, you would not be complaining, like, at all. Like, it is, like, when you're a short guy, that's, like, the ultimate, right? Right. Like, there's the short man syndrome where they're always kind of like, fuck you, fuck everyone. Like, I got to be tough because I'm small. But when you're a jockey, you're like the king. Like, you're those people. You're the bell of the ball. You're you're the shit. And the way it works, too, is I didn't know, is like they get like a percentage of the winnings because you know how much people bet on these things. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Horse race betting is insane. So it's like a lot of money, too, if you're really good. So he's like, nah, I don't know about that. And the guy's like begging him. Like every time he would see him around the school, he's like, just come with me, man. You just can watch, we, just watch the race. Dude. How, how for some context, how big is this guy? Like right now? Oh, the 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 jockey. The jockey, guy. yeah. How uh, big is he now? I mean, now he's still really short. I mean, when I saw him, five he was three, about five foot, four, <laughs> like short. Yeah, real okay. short. I don't know what the perfect height is, but somewhere around that that height. And then um. Yeah, so he's like, finally gives in. He's like, all right, I'll go see it. And then he goes and he, he sees the guy's his size, you know. It's for that first time, like, oh, shit, there's people like me, like the same exact size, like same build. like, And they're all, like, being praised. Like, people are cheering for him. And then I uh, talk to a few of them. And they're like, yeah, you could probably fucking do it. And then I guess some people there were like, we'll hook you up. You can come over here and train. Because what they do, I guess, is they, it's like a matching thing. Right. Like, people own the horse. Yes. And then the jockeys are, like, contracted in. Yeah, and okay. what the people do with the horse is they're looking for a good match, someone who works with the horse, and there's, like, a chemistry. So it's kind of weird. Like, like a match made like in a heaven. Pokemon thing. Right. So you got to find the right trainer for that Pokemon. And the best combination in order to be the best of the best. they got to, like, have that, that communication. And I guess some jockeys work better with certain horses and others don't, you know? So uh, he gets matched up with these people, and they're like, yeah, you come live with us with the horses and all this. and we'll <laughs> You sleep in the stables. It's actually what happened. What? That's actually what happened. So he tells wow. his dad, and his dad's like, the fuck? No, what the fuck? You're like throwing it all away. He's like, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. And he's you like, can't tell me what to do, father. Party, my son becomes a jockey. So he fucking bounces, goes there, and yeah, he has to sleep in his stable. Wow. And he yeah. said there's this one specific memory just to bring the whole thing together and where he is. He's... Laying there in the hay. Oh shit! We're coming up on the guy who's stalking us on the freeway right Ask now. Ask a question, Lou. Hey, sir, where are you going? Excuse me, sir. I just want to know where are you going. <laughs> San Diego. San Diego. Woo! Hey. San Diego. <laughs> He's the whitest guy I've ever seen. He's like San Diego. <laughs> and his license plate says Hawaii. He drove his car here. 
He drove here, man. Drove yeah. here all the way from Hawaii, bro. <laughs> hey, the San Diego, sir. <laughs> Where are you going, bro? San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, yeah no San Diego. shit. We're on the five freeway. <laughs> Cocksucker, where are you going? Oh, man. Thank you. I wonder if you'll be able to pick that up on the mic. Probably not. A little bit. I got a little bit of it. Funny goals. Oh, yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> I just mostly look on, hey, sir, where are you going? <laughs> 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 I'm going to fucking shoot you in the head. Ask me where I'm going. Excuse me, sir. Uh, it's a nice day we're having. Go, oh, God. How fucking dare you ask me how I'm doing, where I'm going. Fuck you. I'm going to shoot you and kill you. Oh, man. This guy right here. His Mustang. Oh, San Diego. He took it, dude. He did like a real cool move. Like he took his glasses off. Yeah, like, San Diego. San Diego. Like dude, he, he moved, had that shit locked and loaded. Like he was, he was ready. going there too. He, he was ready. Took his glasses off. He flipped his long, luscious hair and said, "San Diego." For a second, I said, I said "Fuck you." That's what I thought he said too. <laughs> San Diego. Oh, fuck you. These people are mean. Whoa, road rage is real. Oh, this is a lady right here. That little, this little. Like, her car is running on the little, oil. little Chinese lady. Um, She's so close to her steering wheel. I know you want to enter to try to interview this guy. Smoking. Ask hey me man, to get hit. Ask him if he has another another sig. Got any rips that I could load? Nah, babes, dude. Nah, dude, he's in a Dodge Charger. He's gone, dude. He's he's cruising away, right, bro. Out of here. So so cut did to he, a jockey sleeping in a stable. All right. Did he, did he have to eat out of the horse trough too? Probably. <laughs> did he eat the? Did he lick the salt lick? To get the <laughs> good, good jockey. <laughs> to get the true chemistry down, you gotta live as the horse. You must become. You must the mount horse. the female. You must become. <laughs> you must adapt to their environment. Become one of them. Soon your differences will be none. So yeah, he's he has a specific memory that kind of put him in his place where he took it all in. That wow, I fucking chose this. Is he's sitting in a stable for himself, like the horse is the next one over, and he's laying there. And he's got like some chips that he was eating, and he's just laying there. And he's got some chips over there on the side, like a few feet away from him. And he's just laying there chilling. And he sees a rat come in, and it just crawls down, down the wood, down the wood, down the wood, all the way to the ground. Climbs up on the hay thing, just starts eating his chips, and just starts Aww. looking at him. <laughs> he's like, that was a moment where I was like, "What the fuck am Shit's I doing? Real. What the <laughs> fuck am I doing here?" But so they train him up. And he, he starts getting getting the shit together, and they're, like, surprised that he's, like, the perfect height, like, the perfect build to be, like, the perfect rider. The perfect jockey. The perfect jockey. What's the name of this movie? <laughs> the Sea Biscuit guy. So he eventually starts training up and doing races, and he starts winning, and he's making good money. And he, I think in, in, I think he said, like, totally he's done, like, a few hundred races. Like, cool. He's very, very successful at it and one of the best. And he has all these medals and shit. And then um, he gets married, and he's all everything's perfect. And he's all happy, and then um, so here comes the big thing that happens. Uh oh, the drama. So he's driving to his next race, and he's going. He's driving on the freeway in L.A. And he's, he's not going, driving a car. He's, going, he's, he's driving, driving a horse, right? <laughs> he's driving. A, <laughs> riding a horse on the freeway. <laughs> he's driving his car. He's going. He's going. You know, speed limit or whatever. And there's this fucking lady just darts across the freeway. Oh. Just runs across the freeway. Twitch God! <laughs> he tries to swerve away from her as she's running across. She's running right. He turns right to just beat her because he's like feels like he doesn't want to turn into her. So he turns away, and next thing you remember is next thing he remembers is waking up in the hospital. Bah. And uh, he can't talk, can't move anything, and he has oh, he's to. He's a potato. He has to relearn how to talk. 
and they put metal plates in his head and whoa he doesn't know what happened all he knows is he was in a car crash and then um so he's having this big family party like all his family members are there and it's kind of like a celebration of yay like he got himself together got well and he could talk again yeah so he got his speech back and all that because i guess what happens a part of his brain was dead and what happens like the speech part so what happens is the rest of your brain compensates kind of takes over so he had to relearn how to talk and stuff so he's finally better so they have this like yeah he got well party and um one of his uh cousins comes up to him and goes i'm glad to see you're doing okay like in the middle of the party like i'm glad you're doing okay so glad you're doing you better but just remember that woman died and it's not your fault and he's like what the fuck a woman died and it, no one was supposed to tell him because they wanted him to just focus on getting better. Jeez, Ted. <laughs> That's a weird way to phrase way it. Way to celebrate this she's party. She's dead, but it's not your fault. You didn't kill her. I mean, yeah. But she's definitely dead. But she's definitely dead. <laughs> she's oh, a, she is so oh, very she, dead. She's dead, yeah. She couldn't be deader. And, and I mean, painful. Not your fault, not your fault or anything, And painful. But she <laughs> died a very painful death, yeah. That's like something I would bring up. Yeah, just. You know, it's okay. Uh, she died and everything, but it's not your fault, yeah. Jess. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, thanks. She, she suffered horribly, but it's not your fault. She had five kids and a couple grandkids, one great grandkid, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> Pretty She's much. A mother of five, but not your fault. So it goes from being this big celebration of life to, like, okay, what the fuck happened? You all need to tell me. Like, this just brought the whole mood. Way down. Oh, there was that one guy that was just the buzz kill. The buzz kill. The, the record scratch and everything. The music stops. He had to bring in reality. She's, she's dead. So he found. He finds out that in that car wreck, he killed someone. So he kind of wants some answers, and he has this overwhelming guilt and all this horrible stuff that came comes with that kind of news. And so he's kind of talking to his dad, like, I want to know what happened. So his dad's like, Okay, I'll show you exactly what happened. What? Now, that, now that you're doing better, I'll show you. So his dad takes him to this house, and they knock on the house, Then mm-hmm. it's by the, where the car wreck was, and they knock on it, and opens the door, and it's like a seven-foot-tall priest. What? And the priest looks at him and goes, I remember you. Huh? <laughs> it's like, like the Undertaker. This story's insane. I was like, what? So the, rest. the priest looks at him and goes, wow, I remember you. He's like, and he doesn't know who he is. And he's like, I picked you up. And this guy's like seven feet tall. He's like, I remember. I found you. You're all bloody. And you look like you're dead. I picked you up. <laughs> I you were a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, who let this child drive this car? Who's this handsome little boy? So he said he found him in a neighborhood on the sidewalk, just what? bloody. Yeah. And he picked him up, took him to the hospital, saved Wait his life. Wait a minute. It's a priest, and he's picking up a guy that looks like a little boy. <laughs> Do you think his intentions <laughs> Unconscious. were... There might have been some... Oh, this boy's of age! Oh. There <laughs> might have been some touching and grabbing on the way to the hospital. This is no boy, this is a grown man! Ugh. Gross! Take him to the hospital, get oh. rid of him. Pubic hair! Disgusting! <laughs> not again. That's why he went, I remember you. Ooh, You're I... not the little boy. <laughs> you tricked me! <laughs> you tricked me! Jockey! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking trick me. <laughs> Jockeys always always fool me. I can it, never tell. Not another jockey, goddamn. In this story, the seven foot priest is a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. So, priest is like, Yeah, I remember you here. Come over here, I'll show you. So, they walk over to the spot where he found him. And, um, the, and then they were able to trace, uh, he said, the police were able to trace the blood. And, uh, um, his blood. 
yeah, the jockey's blood when you got here. He said, here's what happened. So the car, when he turned, he took, he clipped the lady, but uh, they actually said he took, the way he turned was the best course of action in, in terms of like a chance to save her. Mm. And not a lot of people would have done that because there was a fucking overhang, like a cliff. So he tried to save her. Car goes off over this cliff and goes flying down this trench, hits a few Whoa. trees, turns around and lands right up against like a fence tree area. And no one's in that area. Like it's kind of a weird part of LA where it's like uh, no one would have found him. Like he would have died there. And so what happens is she's on the hood of the car, or whatever. She's done. She's gone. He, they traced his blood and everything, you know, forensics. They find out exactly what he did. So they said he didn't take his seatbelt off. But he was able to crawl out the window, and then he crawled a few feet to the fence, and then he crawled, and mind you, his skull's bashed in, and all this stuff's all fucked up, and he's bleeding. He crawls up a whole fence, and then drops down and hits the ground, and then he crawls, like, another half a mile or so, just crawling, until he got to, like, the neighborhood kind of area where that priest found him. Do you think because he was so tiny, it was like... There was less of him to get hit in the impact, and like he just kind of like <laughs> smaller, <laughs> smaller hitbox. <laughs> yeah, smaller hitbox. Right. I mean, it's hard. It's like odd job in Gold Knights. Why would you pick that character? Smaller hitbox. <laughs> <laughs> she had a big hitbox, apparently. Oh, rip. oh my god. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, she had a big hitbox, and he had a big, he had a big gun. So he hit her with the car. She went. So he went all that way, so, and they found what, her. Did he? He didn't remember any of this. No. And so, like, he must have like got knocked in out survival to the point, and just be like, "Gotta get out of here!" Jockey yeah, like, instincts kicking in. <laughs> the way the horse is talking. <laughs> <laughs> the the rat just, in his mind is taunting him. <laughs> Do it. No, he Rats. just <laughs> he bucked out of the car. He bucked the glass. He galloped out of there. Fucking bucks the glass out. (laughs) (laughs) Went into horse mode. He went into horse mode, climbed that, uh, climbed a whole fence. (laughs) Just galloped over it. (laughs) Turtled it. (laughs) Uh, It's a horrible story, but you know what? It's got a lot of cool triumph in it because he makes this return and his health and all this stuff. But he still has this overwhelming guilt. Like, that lady's dead. You know? Well, she ran out yeah, into the fault. freeway. Yeah. Uh, when you told me this story, I'm surprised no one's asked yet, but I was sitting there the whole time going, what the fuck is she doing running across the freeway? Yeah. And um, apparently yeah. they were able to contact her mother finally because he wanted uh, some help dealing with his grief. So he talked to the, the mom of this lady. And she's like, oh, yeah, she would, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Bet, uh, Betty, she yeah. yeah, yeah, she yeah. was, uh, she would run across that freeway what? every day and get doped up. And she uh, has two kids and she wasn't raising oh, them. Oh, she was on foot? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought she was in a car. No, she was oh. running on oh, foot. Oh, shit. I didn't know. Oh, I thought she was in a car. This woman darted across the freeway barefoot. <laughs> Oh, so she was on drugs. Wow. Yeah. She's she's goes, Yeah, I'm raising her two kids. She got knocked up by who knows who and would go across that freeway every day to get doped up. What and time period was this happening? Eighteen not four. This is like the eighties. Like what is her in my head I pictured like the fifties, like, Oh, I need to run across the freeway today. Oh, there's that other car that's yeah. from this town. No, that's what they my drug 50s? dealer lives right across the freeway. Just over yonder. Or would she just like Jump the freeway, go under the freeway, and just, like, 
like do drugs. I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I just love how well she was on drugs. How regardless. shitty and desperate it is to yeah she'll run across that freeway every day. Yeah. That's time. just what she does. Like rolls the dice every day to get it's doped a, up. Yeah. So after this all happens, he gets better. Does he return to being a jockey? Because of I don't know if his injuries were so severe that you could recoup from that, right? Uh, well, yeah, I think he had some problems but he could function basically and he was he was back on his feet in that sense but yeah i don't think he was doing any more um, oh, jockeying those days are behind him or he could have i think he was on his way to um i think he eventually got better and started doing a few more stuff with the horses mm-hmm. but um crazy fucking story oh yeah and then um yeah so she's raising kids and that okay so yeah he kind of gets himself together in that sense like getting better and getting back on a horse and um then he goes through a divorce with his wife bum, bum, bum. and then he's like okay so now i'm at this weird part of my life where i've kind of getting my shit together um <clears throat> and do you I'm know dealing why they got this... divorced hmm? do you know why they got divorced uh, no i don't um oh. but what's actually really cool is he said his his ex-wife she's a writer for the simpsons and she's oh, wrote shit. just about every episode since the beginning let's just say for the sake of the story that they got divorced because he was too obsessed with the horse lifestyle all right so he was in love with the horses. He just loved those horses, man. More than she. So she, uh, they split up and it led him down this weird spiral where now he's like, he's like, now I'm single. And, I'm, and this is like. Hot and ready to trot. This is the 80s, right? So he's going out to, he's hanging out with some of the jockey guys, going out to the, going out to the bars and the clubs. Jockey lifestyle. And he's trying to get used to the, he's trying to. He's bringing in all that culture, all the drinking and going out. It's leading to more and more drugs. So now he's doing ready to try. He's doing a little coke, a little bit of this, all the good stuff. And now he's doing meth, and he just went off the deep end. Oh, this <laughs> so, meth is great. So this it's kind of got that movie feel to it. It would be those scenes where he's like yeah. doing his drugs, catching his high. It's like a Martin Scorsese scene. It totally could be. Um, and so he's getting high and stuff. And um, how does this wrap up? I'm trying to think. But he goes through this whole phase where now he's got to get clean again, and he's dealing with all Ooh, this, redemption. like trying to, yeah, trying to get clean. And he does. And now he walks around. And he goes. He does a bunch of stuff with horses. Still, like he makes little therapy med- medallions and like does plaques for races winners oh. and works with them in that way and has a bunch of friends. So he's got a bunch of clients in that whole world still. But now he goes like place to place and does talks on being clean and my whole thing was like it's kind of interesting like your story that that big moment is you hit this druggy lady and he's never touched drugs but then he gets divorced and then he becomes he gets those well, addictions he becomes he, his own nightmare. did he trot across the freeway too after he started doing all those <laughs> and it was that moment he trotted right into a rehab center <laughs> trotted right into Betty Ford this man thinks he's a horse <laughs> More horse tranquilizers, please. <laughs> yes, exactly what I need. I was always like, I bet when uh, the Simpsons did that episode on jockeys, your wife yeah. probably had to ask you a few things. And he's like, oh, she knows all about that stuff. Just cause that's <laughs> where I wrote met, all That's of where it. he met her at a jockey race. Yeah, of course like, she oh. did. Well, yeah, that's pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, I, I always thought that was weird that he takes out a druggie and kind of became one. I was like, that's some weird... Story wrapping well, around. It's a weird circle of life, isn't it, boys? And then he has a bunch of weird symbolism and things that he he sees in the story, which are pretty interesting. He thinks and he believes that in that moment where he was climbing out of that car, mm-hmm. he thinks that 
he he went up to her in a way that she probably checked on her. Oh. And he said, I think, he's like, in my head and what he believes, I think he became a bit religious and all that, he believes that she gave him, like, hey, I've wasted my life and I got a little bit of life left. Mm. So here, take it and get safe. Climb this fucking fence. Because he said, they said no one would have been able to find him in time to save his life where he where he crashed like no one was around well i was like damn he would have just died there it's pretty crazy it's like smash bros they share a stock and a fucking priest saves him it's just too it's too weird right a lot of symbolism man much symbolism for one story crazy and i was like yeah dude you need to make this a movie he's like yeah everyone keeps telling me i gotta make a jockey story the perfect jockey (laughs) the jockey story saving private jockey that's the jockey story man that's crazy I know. It makes me feel like, well, shit, my life story is fucking nowhere near as exciting. Guys, want me to tell my life story? Uh, that's it. That's about it. <laughs> went, to, went to school, now I work. <laughs> Go to school, then I work. Go Don't to do school, drugs. then I work. <laughs> Don't do nothing Don't bad. Do I had a car hit my bumper once. I got some insurance money. Oh, that took a couple of weeks to get cleared up. I've, I've thought about running out on the freeway and ending it a couple of times, but I haven't done that yet. Oof. Just a thought. Just a thought. Just, just uh, something I think about in my spare time. But anyways, that's a jockey story. Uh, we should cut off this one. This is another episode. In the, all wrapped up. Nice and tight Nice for little you. bow. Like a link sausage. Horse meat sausage. Mm. <clears throat> you guys ever ate horse before? I've had goat. Goat? That's kind of like a horse, right? I've had lamb. Jeez. I've had beef. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a cow once. It <laughs> oh, good. It was still alive. Oh, well, let's wrap this episode. Thank you guys for listening and all your support. We love you, and we will see you next time. Later. Later.